Ravens and Chiefs have agreed on a massive trade, sending tackle Orlando Brown to Kansas City. So I love what they've done. This is a complete. Yep. This is a complete overhaul of an offensive line. I'm trying to win every single game. I'm trying to go 20 and 0, 19 and 0, whatever it is. Future is what Patrick Mahomes said, which is 20 and 0. Yeah, 20 and 0 made sense. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, tonight you've got myself, Neil, and I'm joined by Tomo. Tomo hello, hello. hello. I'm good, thank hello, you. Hello, hello. I'm fine, thank you for asking, yeah. Um, so the Chiefs win, uh, what was it, 43-20 in the end? I kind of lost track of this. 42-30. 42-30. Yeah. Uh, against the Eagles on Sunday evening. Um, what do you reckon, Tomo? Kind of a professional job well done in the end? Yeah, yeah, the offense is back, which is is um, is good to see. Yeah, they looked unstoppable, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they look they look really really good. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was slightly tighter than you'd you'd hope going into half. I think we we're actually behind. Were we were we behind or just ahead? Were we at half time? Yeah, uh, twenty one thirteen up at half. Yeah. Okay, so like maybe it's just in my head. The first half was a bit closer then, and then yeah, we we pulled away in the second half. Felt like we got a few. A few calls in our favour. Um, the commentary team seemed seemed to be on our side, but as well. But <laughs> I don't know. A few of them, I think I'd be fuming if they went the other way. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a hard game to be satisfied. What do you think? Yeah, that you were kind of in a no-win situation, really. Because if you beat them comfortably, you say, "Well, it's only the Eagles," and yeah. you know you expect to beat them comfortably. And if you don't win, then geez, you've got problems. So I, I guess from that point of view, you're kind of going, well, you know, they, they did what they needed to do. They won by double digits. They beat the spread for the first time in forever. Hmm. You know, that, no, don't that's you know all it. you can do, really. <laughs> yeah. um, like offensively, yeah, they look fantastic. <laughs> the offensive line is starting to look really, really good. Yeah. Um, like when we talked to Charles back in the summer and he was saying... Uh, he thought this line could be elite by the end of the season. I think this could be elite by the middle of the season. Like, we could have a top three or four offensive line, and if we do, then, you know, teams are going to have to score 35-plus to beat us. Unfortunately, most teams look like they're going to score 35-plus because as good as the offences look, the defences looked as bad, if not worse. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, you look... You, I mean, we'll get onto it. Uh, shortly, but you you look at going forward, uh, who we're playing on on Sunday night, and oh. I tell you what, if 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 you've got no, I mean, talking to the wrong crowd here because we all have, but if you've got no interest, uh, like supporting interest in the Chiefs and the Bills, that is that is one hell of a prime time game to be looking forward to because you could be looking at like hundred point total in that game. The way I, I said in the WhatsApp group the other day, whatever the over is, you take it. Yeah, and take it's it, 50, yeah. 56 mm. and a half, I think it was when I looked at it, as I'll quickly nip into Paddy Powers. and have I could easily see both teams been over 30. Like, oh, without <laughs> a joke. Yeah. I, I would be surprised if either team didn't get over 30. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, you had some success though on the Eagles game, didn't you? With the old, um, with the spread. Yeah. I did, yeah. Well, I just I thought it was about time we actually <coughs> like put someone to bed mm. comfortably, and oh, wow. seven point or six and a half points on the spread was. Uh, I thought it was pretty reasonable selection. Ah, I, uh, got... I was more happy with the Jody Fortson touchdown. Yeah, that was a great shot. That, that was a call. Um, yeah, you. Um, 
sorry. I've got a load of stuff falling down. You, um, that was a very, very good pick to pick Jody Fortson. He seems to be playing like quite a, quite a good little role down there in the red zone, which is nice. Well, I um, think teams are... I'm really happy for him. Because... Teams are kind of focusing so much on Kelsey and Hill down there that, like, yeah, sure, double cover both of them, that's grand, but then you leave him one-on-ones across the pitch and Fortson's just... Like, he's got wide receiver hands and a bit of a tight end body, and he's genuinely a weapon down there. I'm not sure I'd use him that much down the rest of the field, but yeah, down near I'm... the end zone, once you get in that kind of 10-yard line, I'll tell you what, I'd chuck the ball up high and let him go up and get it. And he's looked the best out of the... the I mean, in, in that element, he's looked the best out of the, the backup tight ends that we've gotten so far. And I'm, I'm just really happy for him, because he's changed position, and... You know, that's usually... I mean, you always hear about, oh, he's going from wide receiver to tight end. It doesn't usually work, um, but he's making it work, especially in the Chiefs' offence, where a tight end down in the red zone is effectively a wide receiver as well. Um, he's effectively a decoy for Travis Kelsey. Like, yeah. I mean, he's not, I mean, I feel, I feel like just just keep getting, just keep scoring. It doesn't matter who scores them, but I am happy for him. Um and like I say, it's it's just weird with the Chiefs' offense because uh, Travis Kelsey has had such a good season so far, and you're wondering like, oh, what about Tyreek? And then and then Sunday was a Tyreek day. <laughs> it's just it's just it's so good that to be a Chiefs fan with this offense that it's so hard to stop both elements of that. You've got to pick one or the other, and it's it's which way do you want to which way do you want to give up the points and the, and the yards, you know? And and it literally is like. I mean, this they say pick your poison. I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has looked good in the past two games. I know I've been very critical of him over the past season and a bit mm. because he hasn't done much, but uh, it, he's been impressive the last couple of games. But part of me kind of says, well, the offensive line has been really yeah. impressive the past couple of games. And I think that's that's my problem with with Clyde as well is that uh, for as good as he's been like the last last week or so. I just, I just want some of those um, those home home run runs from him, which which we had in the past, and we just don't. He just doesn't seem to. I don't know. I don't know if it's just a tur- it's just a speed thing where he just he's just not quite opening it up massively, but he's he's doing enough. You know, like what, what was how much did we rush for two hundred yards or something? Uh, as a team. As a team, I think we rushed for about two hundred yards, didn't we? Yes, I think you're like, right. Yes. Yeah. So. I don't know how many of them he said so he got a hundred of those. He got one hundred and two was... on fourteen carries at seven point three a go. That's good going. Yeah, with the lo- his longest is only seventeen, and I wonder if I can find what his longest for the season is because I think that could be his longest for the season. Yeah, well, that, that's what I'm saying. It you is, just, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. so uh, you know, I even remember Damian Wilson popping a did he get a ninety something yard run the once like oh, Williams? Yeah, yeah, um, like yeah, against Damian, the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, and like. I mean, you can go even further back. It starts to become a little bit irrelevant, but you know, I just, I just want that. You know, like the, the offensive line is doing such a good job at the moment. I hope that comes for Clyde. But he's, um, yeah, if we can get him involved in the passing game, which seems like a, a something you say every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, running like this, you can't really complain. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's 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 good to have that running game, and I think the Bills hopefully will have the same opportunities. Against them, because if I remember rightly, in the regular season last year, we we did quite good against them running the ball. So hopefully, you know they're they're going to be selling out to stop the pass, and 
methodical drives are never a bad thing, are they? No, um, I think it goes back to like when people would say, "Oh, the blueprint of beating the Chiefs is run the ball and keep the ball away from them, and you know, reduce the number of possessions you have." Mm. And that that doesn't work because now you've both got seven possessions instead of nine, and the Chiefs are still scoring touchdowns on six yeah. of them. So that forces you into scoring touchdowns off your seven possessions. Yeah. Like if we can dictate that, and we can say, right. We'll we'll have the we can, we're what had thirty two rushes yeah thirty two rushes for two hundred yards, if we're running the ball thirty two times, mm. then we can control that <coughs> tempo of the game and, you know we can put the pressure on the opposition that they're going to have to, they can't dictate to us how things are going to go you know we do the dictating that's where we work best, mm. if we have a serious run game, like it's Jesus I I don't see how teams stop a score in thirty five. Yeah, and I mean, I think you're right. I think that's that's the way to. We've said it before, like the the running thing, like keeping us off it. It just doesn't seem to work. Like the shootout route is the way to go. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced of it, and and I think that's where the Eagles almost had. That's uh, where I think they messed up because he they took three points really early when they had the chance to like was it a fourth and three. And they took yeah. three, yeah. and I just remember sitting there at times going, "That's that's that's not yeah, like it's not Phil guys aren't enough." Like at, at some point they're gonna they're gonna sort themselves out, and it's gonna be too late. You needed to, especially with the way things were going, they were moving the ball really well. Um, I didn't trust the the, the defense to stop the Eagles getting three yards on that play. Mm-hmm. I, I I think you had a really really good chance to put pressure on because you'd heard about how the Chiefs were going to respond in this game and they'd already scored a touchdown I believe they got the touchdown didn't they and we scored and then they, they took three on that next drive and uh, they took three on the first was drive was it on the first drive yeah. okay but even then they'd walked down the field pretty easily Yeah. and you just think just put the pressure on here because if you score straight away it's, it's like uh oh the defence is exactly the same as last week like you know just and I don't know. It just I I thought that's you saw a very different approach from Brandon Staley in the Chargers the week before, an aggressive one, yeah. and, and I think that's where you know the Eagles kind of really lost the game. I think teams are cottoning on to the fact that you have to be aggressive, and yet you, you're not playing like your your regular game. You've got to change your mindset, and you've got to take chance I saw a stat that said we'd faced 16 teams going for it on fourth or 16 mm. times teams had gone for it on fourth down which was one of the highest ever um, yeah. stats or, or highest ever amounts that's ever happened and teams are kind of saying okay three points isn't enough you know if we've got fourth and two fourth and three we're going to go for it partly because the Chiefs defence is so bad at the moment mm. that I'd fancy your chances of getting it <clears throat> And partly because we need, we know we need to score touchdowns and not field goals. But you know the other thing as well is the seventeen games in the season, and the Chiefs are probably going to be favourites for all of them. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I haven't looked this weekend, but you could We're make three point favourites, which is bonkers, right? Yeah. Really, like the way these teams play. So, I, and you can imagine the seventeen games. It's seven, you're going to be favourites seventeen times, which means there's going to be seventeen underdogs in these games, yeah. and. What have they got to lose? Because if they get smacked by the Chiefs, you get smacked by the Chiefs. There's no shame in it. Like, 
really, unless you're one, unless the Bills going to get smacked, then they're going to have to be slightly worried. But you know, what harm is it going for fourth and three to give yourself a, ch- a chance to be competitive? It's like, because you're you're trying not to lose the game rather than trying to win the game. Yeah, but what is the point in that if you're ultimately going to lose the game anyway? That's why I think teams like the Eagles... Because you're losing it by less and you're going, oh, well, it was a close game and it was against the Chiefs and, you know... I'd want my head coach to go for it. So would I, absolutely. Absolutely agree. You know. And and look at Brandon Staley going for it. Brandon Staley going for it on fourth and nine. Like, he won them the game. Yeah. Doing that. like That was a dumb decision. It was. It's a stupid decision. But it's won them the game. Like, you've got to be aggressive. It's, you know... I wouldn't have been that aggressive there, though. <laughs> well, yeah. There's being aggressive and there's being aggressive. I think he was like, I ain't losing, I ain't losing my chance to go for this because of some stupid penalty. It's just crazy. And even I then, did... it wouldn't have like, just get past that. This doesn't matter. Regular Does it worry you how pass. easily the Eagles move the ball? Like... 100%. The defence is awful. defence is absolutely awful. I don't care what anyone says. You should talk about the red zone stops. That's a load of rubbish. It's, it's, it's utterly rubbish. Like... But keeping them to field goals? No, it's a load of rubbish. Because it's a fourth and three, and he took a field goal. Like, they should have gone for it, Neil. That, that, they didn't I stop agree, them. They didn't stop them. They just didn't go for it. It's yeah, just stupid. Yeah. It's, it's such a... And they did it twice. They did it twice. So two out of the three field goals From were the, the Eagles not KC being aggressive. 13. So Actually, they kicked field goals from the 11, the 7, and the 13. So... Yeah, so they're all in the red zone. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So that's stopped. So they haven't stopped them for a start. They say in the red zone that it's just uh, it's clutching at straws. It really is because it's a, it, if they go for it, they get the three yards. I'm I'm absolutely convinced that if they go for it, they get the three yards. The defense is awful, absolutely awful. Like what, on on what every part of the defense, level. What part every of the defense level worries you most? I don't know because the defensive line's crap, the linebacks are crap, the cornerbacks are crap, and Dan Sorensen's playing over one Fornhill, which we discussed before, yeah. which is which is worrying because Sorensen isn't the future. You know, he 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 was signed back on a one year deal at the start of this season. We didn't even think he was going to be on the roster. Like, if you were looking at the roster in mid off season, you wouldn't have expected him to be coming back and he's playing 90, what did you say before? Oh, 99% of the snaps. 99% yeah. of the snaps. That is not the answer. What is going on? I like, you cannot say Juan Fornell isn't playing because of a performance-based issue when the defence is this bad. It is awful. Like, I don't, I don't know where you start to think where the problems are because the communications obviously a massive issue which teams are picking up on. Um, there's there's one play in there that, that I've tweeted about where Alex Okafor on the touchdown the Eagles score in the first half isn't even like he's the right edge and he's between the defensive tackles when the ball snapped sprinting to his position like that's not a stunt he was just in the wrong place <laughs> like <laughs> It's not a stud. He was in the wrong place because he didn't know what to do. He didn't even know whether to bother rushing or to just drop back into coverage. Like, go back and watch it. It is ridiculous. And Okafor's not even new to the system. Like, he's been that's here the before. Thing. I don't. I I I don't know. It, it it's bad. But I don't. I don't know what's changed compared to last year. Really. But Owen Owen will will totally agree with 
with what I'm about to say, but he he was saying a couple of weeks ago, I don't even think it was on the podcast, we probably in the hour after the podcast that we were talking, mm-hmm. but he was saying, like, Chris Jones is a, is a, is a top two defensive tackle. Yes. And probably not a top ten defensive end. Yes. And it doesn't make sense. Like, I know he wants to be a defensive end, but Chris, just go back to where you're good. We like, oh, I don't... and then there's the... and then Frank Clark's injured again, and Kendo's gone on. His bandwagon is basically just the bandwagon at this point. Like, no one's on it. You've got Kendo. Yeah, Kendo's a mess. Traverius Ward's not even good, and he's not on the field. But we need him back. Like he's been below average for the last like three years. He's serviceable, mm. but he's not, you know. And it's just, I it, I don't know. The whole thing confused me. But it's not it's not a scheme change. There's not been massive turnover there. It's not like the year after the Super Bowl where we lost like Fuller and uh, but you know. But you know what I mean. There's not a massive yep. turnaround there. It's the same coaching staff. I don't understand why it's this bad. They're like thirty. Are they ranked thirty one? Yeah, thirty first. Yeah, that's right. Jesus, it just and I know they have played the the Browns who are good, the Ravens who are good, the Chargers who are good, but I still wouldn't expect us to be in that position. Um, and that sounds uber negative, but I I'm not sure what the positive is there because you're about to go and play the best team in the AFC now. Oh, that's a bold statement. They're better than us at the moment. Like, um, they are, but. They haven't played anybody yet. The only I'd team... rather be us than them. Don't get me wrong. The only that. team they've played who were vaguely decent, and I use the word vaguely, mm. it was the Steelers. And the Steelers came back from a double-digit deficit to beat them. So like, I get that, but they're a very, very good team. But they've played the Texans, who were atrocious. <coughs> they've played the Dolphins, who've been atrocious. Yeah. And they've played um, Washington, who've been atrocious. Like the the quarterbacks they've come up against have been yeah. Heineke, um, whoever Tua's backup is, and um, who am I missing? Mills was it who played yeah, for the Mills Texans at the Texans, weekend? Yeah. yeah. Like there is nothing about that. If you're not winning those games by fifteen points, hmm. you you want to be asking yourself serious questions. So. Well, we're going to put some pressure on their offense. Hopefully, that their offense hasn't had like, you know, like you say, the, they're the not off- going to shut offenses. us out. Put it that way. No, exactly. So they are going to have to. But they're a very good team, and like we have played some good teams. So the world isn't isn't falling down. But you still don't expect the defense to be thirty first ranked in the NFL with some of these teams that are, like some of these teams are awful and they're ranked better than we are at the moment. Yeah. Like, the first five games of the season is the hardest part of our schedule. Mm. And if we were to come out with that three and two, you'd probably kind of think, well, that's that's not bad. Like, yeah. Two and three doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't. But, you know, you come out of that three and two and you kind of go, okay, well, we can go on a bit of a run. Now we've got Washington after that, and then we've got Tennessee, which are both winnable games. Yeah. And then the Giants, which is another winnable game. Yeah, and then yeah. you kind of go on a harder run of Green Bay, Vegas, and Dallas. Mm. But like you could, e- if we go three and two over the first five, you could easily reel off three wins, and then you six at two after eight games, and you kind of go, "Well, what's all the fuss was about?" The thing is, for me though, is that I really don't think the regular season matters. 
in terms no. of what what um what our record is so to speak because there's no way this team doesn't make the playoffs there's no way this team i mean it might be closer this year for the division but i still think we win the division even from this position like the position we were in last week i, I still think we'll be fine but number one seed the, is where it makes a difference yeah and i that's tough now like because we've got what two afc losses is that Yes, which makes it tougher, but it, I'm not necessarily bothered about the record, so to speak, because I think we'll be there or thereabouts. But they've got some sorting out to do on this defense because if you take if you take a defense player and anything that anything like resembles this into the playoffs, then there's a big chance that we just get popped because yeah. it's it's they're, they're one-off games, you know, and like if you do what you did against the against the Chargers, then you you're done for. So is there anything that can be done to improve the defence mid-season? And we saw Gilmore Mm. became available and there was a lot of Chiefs fans on Twitter getting very excited briefly um, before uh, the Panthers had picked him up for a six-round pick. I mean, the Patriots don't let players go unless they are very comfortable with it. They have a good history of letting players go at the right time, is what I'm trying to say there. Yeah. I mean, um, they got one wrong with Tom Brady, but... <laughs> they did, yes, they did. But, but, the, but yes, there's a lot more ticks he, in that column than there is yeah, crosses. And he's off an injury as well. And, and he's 31, and yeah, and, he and, was due and 11, don't get me wrong, 12 million. I, I don't know what his medical situation is, but if he's, if he's in any position to play I'm sure he'd have improved our cornerbacks but for me it's the number it's the cap number isn't it like what what, what is that cap number because if it's anywhere uh, mess, if it's anywhere around like the 7 8 yeah but I don't know if if you're asking me does he improve does he improve us yeah 100% he would have done um but yeah I think it's but it's hard over, to see so. that it's hard to see that any players that are likely to be available are going to mm. be that much better than what we've got. I mean, you saw um, Smith from yeah, James from Smith, Dallas um, is available, and I see a few people uh, tweeting about it. Jalen Smith is he available at the right reasonable price? Well, he's not done a great deal for Dallas. No, um, I quite like Jalen Smith though. Like, I, I I would be interested in Jalen Smith, but then but then how can you be? Because if you go and do something like side Jalen Smith, you're basically saying that your two linebackers that you've drafted in the second round in the last two years um, need to be replaced by a guy that's deemed not good enough for another team. Mm-hmm. So you're basically replacing... And, and don't get me wrong, I, I, I said to you before, I, I don't understand our drafting. I, I, I really don't understand it because... There's no science to there's no science to drafting full stop, but it just it seems like it seems like there's relatively some sort of common sense there to who's kind of you know like I'm not saying Nick Bolt's not gonna be a good player. I just I just think there's people there that that could have helped this team in, in a different way. And I mean, you look back, you go, well, Woody goes in, so who's? But then, like, what is what's the drop off from from Nick Bolton to Ben Neiman? Like, they've both been bad. So, yeah. would you not rather be better somewhere else? I don't, I don't know. Like everyone's hoping that Willie Gay is going to be the answer, who basically wasn't the answer last year and then got injured. So, 
I, I know that's overly negative, and and I I hope he's amazing when he when he comes back. And I hope he is the answer, but it's it's putting a lot of eggs into his basket when he hasn't. But you, really, you, you look know, at just looking at strange. the linebackers, like Hitchens was a big free agent signing, and there's two high draft picks there in Bolton and Gay, and we're still awful. But you know the biggest thing for me, everyone's slow. Everybody's so yeah, slow. Yeah. Like it's like the uber it's like half of the this team gets it like Andy Reid's got everyone's got to be rapid like on offense everyone's quick everybody's quick defense everybody's so f- slow like yeah. it's so slow and I, don't, I, I never get it and like you're going to hate me because I'm going to bring it up again but Patrick Queen who we talked <laughs> about we talked about before the podcast though and and we couldn't have drafted Patrick Queen unless you trade up right so I get that yeah. but but he's he quick and dynamic, and then the cornerbacks that we looked at, like Diggs, who 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 went well, like, we dr- quick we and dynamic. Yeah, we quick drafted and dynamic. Diggs in our mock draft. I'm gonna put that out there for people. You can look it up from two years ago. Yeah, Diggs is light in the lead up. He is a shut down corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I wouldn't give for him right now, <laughs> because the, the drop off from Clyde edwards hilaire to anybody else is gonna be a hell of a lot less. Yeah. Than the drop off from what Diggs would have been to Traverius Ward or Fenton or mm. whichever other scrubs going on the outside corner there. And that's like... what annoys me because everything is so slow, yet it's easy for us to sit at home and say that we've got the answers. But then when you're drafting, I, I, I just don't understand it. I, I, I just really don't understand it. It's just too slow. The defense is just too slow for me. And maybe having Willie go back helps that. Because you know he is he is an athletic linebacker, but Dan Sorensen's playing. Who's slow? I'm not saying Tyron Matthew's slow by any means. I'm not saying that there's a problem with Tyron Matthew, but he's he's not like lightning quick, is he? But he's smart enough to cover for that. But he's playing with guys that are so freaking slow. Like Traveris Ward isn't quick. Like Jandra Baker isn't quick. Mike Hughes isn't quick. The linebackers are all Neiman. beyond. Like Neiman played forty three snaps, fifty eight percent of the defensive mm. snaps. That is not a situation you want to be in. But these guys aren't smart either, though. Like, uh, and that seems really, really bad thing to say. But then it's not like they're they're slower players, but are in the right position, so to speak. Yeah, understood. I understand Do you know what, what I mean? Saying, like, yeah. it's it's I don't know. It's just bad. It's just really. <laughs> I uh, I don't look forward to watching the Bills against our defense, but. You've just uh, got to hope that, that something, some, getting these guys back, hopefully... On a list they... of good bets, the away team total points for the Bills is mm. over 27 with Paddy Powers. And I would stick my house on them scoring more than 27 points. Jesus. And what's that? Like, evens? Uh, yeah, yeah, about that, about that. It's just bonkers, isn't it? It's like, um, I know you, you earned a little bit more than I did, but I had a tenner on the Chiefs um, to cover the spread at seven against the Eagles. It's, I just don't see a world in which they didn't. Yeah. Um, so some of them, like that sort of bet just seems a no-brainer. Like, but yeah, they, I mean, the, the, the offence is going to need to because I'm fully out on this defence at the moment. It's, it's just been awful. Yeah, I mean... I, I agree with you, and my big worry is that I don't see what's going to change that. Willie Gay coming back, will it make a massive difference? Hopefully then, because hopefully Gay takes Neiman's snaps mm. 
and that at least adds some speed. And probably Bolton snaps as well, you'd have thought, in the base. Yeah, I mean, Bolton only played 37 yeah. snaps. <coughs> yeah. You would imagine the base would be Bolton, Hitchens and Gay. Yeah. Um, but you're not playing base that much. Like You're only playing it half the time, maybe even less. So hmm. you, The ideal world is Gay taking Neiman snaps, and then at least you've got some speed on the field. Hmm. And maybe it's maybe it's a case of having guys that... Um, I guess, yeah, maybe a, a case of like you've got Will Hughes and um, on? Hughes and Baker. Baker, they're both they're both kind of newish into the system. Maybe having people that have played the system will help the communication. Everyone knows what they're doing a bit better. Maybe, maybe that all helps that. But that's what we've got to hope because. But then it's keeping them on the field as well. Like we've, I mean, every team's in, get, got injuries, but like the injuries do seem to just be stacking up. Like Frank Clark just doesn't seem to be able to stay on the field. Mm, you're paying him a lot of money to not play. Well, this is it. I mean, the, the, I, I saw something that's incredibly interesting earlier. When you have a look at the, at the way that the cap situation for the Chiefs is broken down, it's like, I think you've got $5.8 million of the team's cap space on special teams. The offence accounts for $71 million and the defence accounts for 96 well, ninety six point nine million, which is ninety seven basically million. Mm. Like that's it's it's twenty what, twenty six million more spent on the defence than the offence? Yes. It's just absolutely crazy. Like for for the for what we're getting from them as well. But what worries me as well, Neil, is the Nick Bolton pick I just don't understand. I I literally just can't wrap my head around it because there's so many. You go into the draft going, we need a wide receiver, a defensive end, and a cornerback. Is that right? Yeah. And the and wide receiver good, was probably the bottom. Good wide receivers are available when mm-hmm. we were picking. But take the wide receiver thing because they haven't struggled. So, I mean, this is kind of like, well, how can you say? You could have picked a wide but receiver. You say wide receivers have haven't struggled, but we've just taken Josh Gordon, who hasn't played football in how long. Though. I'm quite excited for towards Josh Gordon. I'll well, I'm, I'm happy with it, but at the yeah. same time, yeah. what does that say about what we've got? Oh yeah, in... no, you're taking me wrong. Like the, what I'm saying is, the offense hasn't been the problem. The defense has been the problem. And you'd have probably said, in in order of needs in the draft, you'd have probably gone the defensive side is more. You could damn well have done with a defensive end rather than Nick Bolton right now, and mm-hmm. you could damn well have done with a cornerback a lot more than Nick Bolton right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what Nick Bolton offers, and he's he's going to be on this team for the next three years. And I'm really, and this is uber critical considering we played four games. I'm really not sure what he's going to be. He's going to be Hitchens' replacement. Yeah, but he's going to take that middle see. linebacker role because Hitchens will be gone at the end of the season. I would imagine mm-hmm. his. I think you can save about eight or nine million off the top of my head by letting Hitchens go at the end of the year. Yeah. So I think that the thinking. That I see is that Bolton, you draft you draft people a year before you need them, so Bolton is going to be Hitchens' replacement for next season. He takes the green spot. He's the one who's getting people lined up. He's learning the defense this year, and then you've got Bolton and Gay and A N other, mm-hmm. who are kind of um, taking the bulk of your linebacker snaps. But yeah, I, I, just I don't agree think that it's very impressive to take two linebackers in two years. I just, I don't know. It was second uh, round picks. That's very, very high picks when this team urgently needs cornerbacks and defensive ends, which was just but Leech, so glaring. Leech doesn't seem 
to be that bothered by well, maybe you should be yeah, well, <laughs> hey, I've bang, I've banged that drum during our mock drafts two years in a row now, and like I I've gone cornerback in one mm. of them, and I think I wanted to go cornerback in there. I can't remember who we drafted this year now. It's a fun oh, exercise. Russo, Russo, yeah. who we're going to see at the weekend. Who's been impressive? Who's been very impressive? Yes. Um, who was was he taken before our picks? Yeah, no, I think he would have been available. Well, he was taken before I was. Because we traded for Orlando Brown, I think yeah, if yeah, we'd so yeah, yeah. if we'd stayed put in the first round, I think Russo was there. Yeah, well, we needed to be fair. From I'm kind of talking like draft day because it like preface everything that I said before with the draft day because I mean obviously we needed the left tackle. I'm happy with the Orlando Brown. I think that's something mm-hmm. that we needed to do. Yes, but, I agree. But I I just yeah, it's just I, the 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 mock drafts right are very fun. Yes. But they're pointless exercises as Chiefs fans yeah. because he's just going to take someone you've never you never expect. Like Clyde Edwards Hilaire is the last name I expected him to call out. My my Twitter um Nick Bolton banner still says that we are never taking a runner back and you can quote mm. me on that. Yeah. Uh, I have I haven't changed that because it kind of stands the test of time. I mean we took one but pointless. Pointless, it's, pointless, yeah. pointless. I just I don't know. Again, like, it's just so weird. I, I, I just, I don't know. He does what he does, doesn't he? And he's living off the Patrick Mahomes pick and he's built a very good team that's won a Super Bowl and he's earned the right to build the team how he wants and it's a very successful team at that. Like, can we disagree with some of the decisions he makes? Of course we can. Yeah. Just one of them. But you're happier with the book. Like, he's made more good decisions than bad. And every oh, yeah. general manager makes good decisions, bad decisions. Yeah, definitely. I, the, but it, it seems like the bad strange. decisions are concentrated on the defensive side of the ball. It I seems very strange, like the defensive. Why they're struggling just seems very strange to me. Like, I didn't expect them to be amazing. I just didn't expect it to be this bad. Yeah. And it's hard average, to. It, this goes back to like 2018. Yeah. You just need the defense to be average and we'll win a shitload of games. Yeah, they're not average at the moment. They're long, long. You know, it that. just is whatever teams try is working as well. Like, <laughs> hey ho, it is. So if you're the Bills this week, yep, and you've got Josh Allen at quarterback in a, a fairly average running game, I do you do you want to try running the ball? I'm just trying to look up the run. I mean. Are you just going to put the hands in or the ball in the hands of um, Josh Allen and say go out there and chuck for three hundred and fifty yards, or are you at least going to try and keep him honest and run the ball a bit? I don't know. It's whether they need to, I guess. If they come out and they've got absolutely no problems, then then what? You know, there's there's no there's no issues there. What I would do is is they they've got to. I think they've got to keep the threat there. So that you keep some of these guys on the field like Nick Bolton and and Hitchens because it's going to be easier to pass when you've got these guys on the field than you know the more the more defensive backs we can get on the field the better to try and stop the pass. But I think if if I'm if I'm the Bills I'm gonna I'm gonna go down there and see if we can if we can just pass down there down the whole way down the field and score a touchdown then. It's kind of no reason to change because at the end of the day, you just want to get into a shootout with the Chiefs. That's basically, I'd imagine, what their goal is because they didn't achieve that, did they? 
in just the looking at their, games. their skill positions Stefan Diggs, mm. Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis as their four wide receivers and then Knox at tight end. Mm. I'd just go four wide receivers and a tight end and not bother with a running back. It's probably the best. Yeah. I think that's what they might as well try. Like the the thing with the Bills is as well, they, they don't have the running game, but Josh Allen can run, so yeah, I mean, it's Allen's not ideal. Run, Allen's but... averaging thirty two yards a game, twenty four carries for hundred and twenty nine yards at five yards a carry. Single hmm. trees, their number one running back, he's had forty nine carries for two hundred and fifty nine. So he's averaging sixty four yards a game. Zach Moss is averaging forty nine a game. Yeah. There's there's a definite running back by committee. Here's one I I do not understand because I haven't watched much of the Bills, but Mitch Trubisky ten carries for twenty seven yards, and yet he's thrown two passes for, uh, and yeah he's thrown two passes for nine yards, and he's run ten times. What? Uh, I assume that's garbage time yeah, mopping up yeah. at the end. Um, it's a weird one. Yeah, uh, that puzzled me, but. We're going to have our hands full, um, there's yeah. no doubt about that. It's going to be a weird one as well, because I could see myself being either like... These 1am games are always so risky, because if you win them, it's like it's so worth staying up for, but if you lose them... Yeah, it's I, horrible. I can't be that angry at 4am. And I'm working on just, Monday. Yeah. Like, so, oh, two hours sleep on Monday after crappy loss. Oh, no thanks. So I didn't, I didn't um, <clears throat> stay up for the Ravens game, as you know, and... Um, I can imagine that one was a frustrating one to lose. Yes, <laughs> at was. that time in the morning. Yes, like damn. Like in four games, something else I'm looking at here about the Bills. The Bills have had seven interceptions and forced five fumbles, so that's twelve turnovers in four games. At mm. three turnovers a game, we cannot afford to turn the ball no. over three times, or we are completely screwed. No, well, yeah. And uh, Patrick Mahomes has thrown two very, very suspect interceptions the last two games, but I think we'll let him off because he got, you know, just the five touchdowns on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Russo has two sacks and three tackles They were tackles both the first loss. game of the season, weren't they? I'm not sure. Doesn't I say. think he's... I don't think he's practising. I think he's questionable for Sunday as well. No, I saw his name on the injury report. I don't think he practised um, yeah. today. That's going to be interesting, cause I, but then, then you never know because Chris Jones didn't practice today, and I think I think we spoke before, didn't we? That we we imagine he'll play. Yes. So it's going to be an interesting game for sure. I'm excited to see how Josh Gordon does as well. I'm excited to see what role he has in the offense. Um. Yeah, I think the only thing there is like we don't use wide receiver two that much, like. Um, hmm. Robinson and Hardman and Pringle have had uh, 38 targets between the three of them. Um, well, Tyree Kills had 38 targets and Kelsey's yeah. had 32. So <laughs> The thing for me, though, is he's very much going to be situational. If he can yeah. beat someone on third down and actually catch the ball rather than run the wrong route like McCall Hardman does or catch the ball and go backwards like Demarcus Robertson does. Like, yeah. if he can just run around, beat a man, catch a ball, convert some third downs, then that's very, very... Um, it's beneficial. Beneficial, yeah. And I, I didn't quite realise with Josh Gordon, mainly because he basically has been off the face of the NFL earth for the last two years, how big that guy is. Like, 
We, yes. I think a lot of people in Kansas City have been crying out for a big receiver. You know, you go back, uh, not this year, but the year before, the excitement about Jody Fortson as wide receiver because of how big he was. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how this goes with Josh Gordon. I, I could see a world in which he basically contributes nothing and then isn't on the team next year. But there's also a world in which he is very useful, and that's that's the world I'm here for. <laughs> he is a a low risk, high reward. Yeah. Like even if he's not great, then he's probably no worse than what we have at the moment. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, everyone knows my thoughts on the Cole Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. So <laughs> yes. I, I'm I'm up for trying anybody else. I think Juju was the one that that was the one that would have moved the needle. Like, yeah. we could have got him. And I hope that still happens in the in the off-season, but uh, a few months away, yeah. Eh? Yeah, yeah, we won't worry about the off-season just yeah. yet. I'm um, mad that he wanted to stay on that Steelers team, though. Oh, right, with Big Ben, who, who's now <laughs> quote-unquote injured, um, yes, because he's he been so bad. Yes, of course he's injured. Yes, um, yeah, the, that's... Um, that's not a good team, and they beat the Bills. So oh, that, that's a reason to be positive for uh, for us, in that they've already lost at home to the Steelers. Hmm. Which makes me laugh because I just said that if Josh Gordon could be good on third down and can help Chiefs on Sunday, nine of ten on third down. <laughs> it's not that big an issue. No, it's, it's not. Um, <laughs> offensively, you just there aren't really issues. No, I think we're in for a shootout on Sunday. Uh, like, Do you think is, it's going to be another oh, Rams 54-51 yes, um, exact... kind of thing? Exactly what I was thinking um, when we first started talking about it, yeah. I could really, really see that. I think I, it really does go back to that that, that Chiefs defence against the Rams where it's just awful as well. <laughs> you could just see it, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, I just hope it's not one of those frustrating games where it just feels like the offence is never on the field. I don't know. As long as we're scoring touchdowns, I don't have too much of a problem with that. Yeah. Well, but it's gonna it's going to be a case for the defense. It's going to be a case of force them to kick field goals. Yeah. That that's don't turn the ball over on offense. Force them to kick field goals, and we'd come away with a win. But I'm not. Bills aren't kicking field goals on fourth. Yeah, I'm not that ten. confident. Yeah. Um, do you want to give us a score prediction? <laughs> dare I? Dare I ask? Just pick any two numbers over 45 for both teams, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, 42-45. You're not saying who that's to Either way, <laughs> to either team, I don't know, whoever's got the ball last. Well, I was just about to say whoever's the ball last wins the game. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that completely. Chiefs are three-point favourites, which I find... Bonkers. Yeah, quite remarkable. And that's basically home field home advantage field, is yeah, worth three points. Yeah. yeah. Um. I would take the bills on the spread on that. I think, um, I think we lose this one because I think the bills are, even though they've played bad teams, they're on a roll and they'll have confidence. And even Willie Gay coming back hmm. isn't enough to stop them scoring a shed load of points. So I, I would say, for forty-nine. Forty-three to the Bills. <laughs> two very good games. Yeah, I, I don't see a world where there isn't fifty-six points scored. I'll no. put it that way. 
the weird thing about this season though is and and, and it's what worries me on Sunday and I, it shouldn't really be a worry because this, this shouldn't matter at all but you go back to Lamar winning against the Chiefs and then Patrick Herbert and Patrick uh, Herbert Jesus Justin Herbert, Justin know, Herbert, yeah. Justin yeah. Herbert getting getting a, a win against Chiefs like the proper Chiefs and, now you've and got then Josh Allen. and then you know you got Josh Allen coming in who again lost in the AFC Championship game it just seems like every game the Chiefs play at the moment is just is just like a, a playoff game to the opposition uh, I think the one thing that gives me hope here is that we played the Bills twice last year mm. and they were really passive in both of them yeah and I think if they do that again. Like I, I was, I wouldn't say furious isn't quite the right word, but I was bemused by them and frustrated with them in the playoffs because mm. they just did what they'd done in the regular season game and it didn't work in the regular season game. And guess what, lads? It didn't work in the playoffs either. Yeah. And if if I can see them, if they take that same approach again, well, guess what? It's not going to work again either. It's, that's Playing passive isn't the way you beat this team. So I, I kind of hope they do that. Yeah. But I I would also like to think that NFL coaches have figured out that you can't play that way and you've got to approach Chiefs differently and I, I would like to think for their sake they're not going to try that again yeah I, I agree I'm really really excited for this game on Sunday I think the fact that it's a night game like it's my first 1am and you're not you're not working on Monday no and it's like a, it's we're 2-2 two and two. you don't want to go back below 500 is it a must win game it's at home I don't think it's a must-win game. I think it's a must-win game if you want want the first seed, which yes. they do. But I, I can the Chiefs win the Super Bowl from from the second, third, fourth seed? Yes. Yes. Like, doesn't matter. Would you? I just, you'd prefer. I, just think, the, I think the weeks the weeks game. rest. For yeah, the, it helps, that number one seed is the biggest thing. I just, uh, yeah, and and there's no reason they can't get they can't get there from where we are. I just I just think it's 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 very much like a benchmark game in this season for this team and what they're gonna be because if the defence can be somewhat manageable or manage the game in any way where they get one stop where the where the where the where the Bills have to punt or or a stop where like one sack that puts them at third and thirteen mm. and they have to they end up having to take a field goal. Or if they can be serviceable and the offense can look as good as it's been, then you start to think, okay, this team could turn it around. But yeah, I think I think it's one of those games where you're going to look back at this one and just think, okay, we've had a, a, an interesting start to the season. There's been issues. This is a big game. This is this is this is very much a playoff game. In, yes, in January. How do we stack up? And I think the same for the Bills. Like you said, the Bills haven't played anyone of note. They're nowhere near the standard of pro- uh, opponent that we've had. But that doesn't mean they're not a good team for beating those teams, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting. They're going to be... We're by far the toughest team they've faced. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play and how they look against a, a good team. Um and I think it's interesting to see how we look after the start we've had against another good team. So I think one thing in our favour there is that we've already played good teams, mm. and we're I think the we're, te- we're tested against yeah we're tested yeah. against good teams, whereas they've played cupcakes three yeah. weeks in a row. I have no doubt four, doubts four that, weeks in a row. I have no doubts that if we had the schedule that the Bills had had, we'd be 
It'll be four now. Yeah. Very yeah, much very been, much yeah. comfortable, no problems at all. Yeah. And I'm sure the defence wouldn't have been number thirty one either, playing yeah. against those quarterbacks. So, you know, the Bills team stats look very good. They're what are they are they two and two in terms of the offence is ranked two and the defence is ranked very high as well, isn't it? Quite possibly. They have a massive then, point exactly, differential of plus exactly, 90. Yeah. yeah, but exactly like you say, so how much can you, how much of it can you actually use? Because you just don't know. No. And that's what's so intriguing about this game. Like, there's so many storylines, whether it's players coming back from injury, whether it's the, can the defence look better, can the offence maintain the the standard they've been at in the last game it's just there's, there's, it's it's going to be a really good game I'm just really excited I, I think that's a perfect way to finish there now Tomo is looking forward to the game and so am I yeah yeah so I, I hope we're both wrong and I hope well actually no sorry I hope I'm wrong and I hope your um, vague prediction is probably somewhere <laughs> right uh, just in our favour uh, but we'll see um, so, from our point of view, it's a one twenty a.m. kickoff. Uh, so, wishes is that what time is, yeah. Okay. yeah, tw- yeah, because you're not used to these ones, are you? Yeah, no. uh, yeah, I'm fairly sure twenty past one's our regular kickoff around these times, and um, hopefully we'll come away with a win. So, Tomo, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. As always. Thank you. And everybody, thanks for listening. We always appreciate you listening in. Uh, any reviews or ratings you want to give us? Yeah, they're always good. Um, so enjoy the game on Sunday night hope it is a, a 90 pointer and um, we come away with a win, think of us at half past four in the morning if we don't uh, so we'll say from, from one kingdom to another we'll say goodbye for now, thanks for listening